to be glorified. So this morning we ask, O oh God, that you would just minister to us, that we would run the race, O oh God. We know that we do this not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, the assignment given to Zerubbabel in the rebuilding, O oh God, of the, of the temple he said, this is not something that can be accomplished through human ability. It cannot be accomplished by human strength. It is only by the Spirit of the Lord. So build your church, Lord. Build your church, Lord. Build your church, O oh God, upon the face of the earth. And you said, and I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Oh God, help us to build like you have desired, oh God, that the gates of hell will not prevail against your church, against your people. We come against every spirit of manipulation. We come against every spirit of deception. We come against every lie of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over every work of the enemy that has, O oh God, tried, O oh God, to deceive, tried to manipulate, tried to, O oh God, move your people away from the purposes of God. Father, we believe the word of the Lord. We know that the will of the Lord will be established. So we pray, O oh God, according to your will. Let your will be done. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So today we thank you for a strong church. We thank you for an emerging church. We thank you for a church that is equipped. A church of God that is on fire for you. A church of God that is set a place for you. A church of God that loves you. 
Hallelujah. 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 Oh, let there be signs and wonders and miracles and supernatural manifestations in the house of God. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we declare an open heaven over this house and over the lives of your people. A place where you speak. A place where you move. So we acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit that is in this place. And we say, welcome Holy Spirit. Have your way in us. This we say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Yea, ye children, the instruction of the Father, attend to no understanding, for I give you good doctrine. Forsake not my law, for I was my father's son, tender and, and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also, and he said to me, Let your heart retain these words. Keep my commandments and live. Amen. What's the secret of living long? Is keeping his commandments. Amen. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from any words of my mouth. Forsake her not. And she will preserve you. Love her. And she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Everybody say, wisdom is the principal thing. So he says again, he says, therefore get wisdom. And with all your getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor if you would embrace her. She will give the, she will give thine head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory she will deliver. Yem, O my son, receive my sayings that the years of your life will be many. I have taught thee the way of wisdom. I have led you by the right paths. Amen. How do we get wisdom? He says, you begin to to, he says, in your getting wisdom, get understanding. Then he says, what would wisdom do? It says, wisdom will exalt you. Wisdom will promote you. Wisdom will bring honor to you. Wisdom will put a ornament around your, your, your neck and a crown on your head. Amen. Look, look at what wisdom does. Amen. These are the benefits of having wisdom. But he comes in in verse 10 and he says, Having wisdom, your years of life will be many. One of the secrets to long life, one of the secrets to a blessed life, the one of the secrets to an abundant life is having wisdom. Amen. It's just not information. It's not just data. It's not just thoughts. But having wisdom so won't you just say this morning Lord give me wisdom 
we're going we're gonna to explore this this morning. But I'd like us, as we prepare our hearts, we want to know the wisdom of God. There's a wisdom that comes from the world. Then there's a wisdom that comes from God. And so today, I want you to understand, yes, Solomon is writing, and as he writes, he says, his instructions from his father was get wisdom. And I pray today, that's why it wasn't a strange prayer. It wasn't a strange request you would make of the Father when he says, Lord, give me wisdom that I may lead your people. Lord, give us wisdom that we would live this life. Give us wisdom that we would lead our homes and our families. Give us wisdom that we would raise our children. Give us wisdom on how we can love our wives and our husbands. Give us wisdom as how we can serve you. Give us wisdom in the marketplace, Lord. On our jobs, give us wisdom. Give us wisdom, oh God, in our places of business. Come on, you, you can ask for wisdom. The Bible says if you would ask anything in my name, I will give it to you. And so this morning, he says in, the wisdom is the principal thing. It's the main thing. So today we are keeping the main thing, the main thing. We are putting the first thing first. And we say, Lord, give us wisdom. For our children at school, Lord, give us wisdom. For our children at university and colleges, God, give us wisdom. For those, oh God, that are seeking employment, give us wisdom. In the name of Jesus. This wisdom, oh God, that takes a 12-year-old boy and makes him a king over a nation, makes him, oh God, a king, and all of his enemies will be at peace with him. Lord, give us this wisdom. This wisdom that you would, oh God, in the night hour, you would, oh God, begin to bless Solomon with. Oh God, that even as he would begin to wake up from that dream, he would operate, oh God, in a realm. He would operate in a dimension that is above, oh God, every other human dimension. Father, give us wisdom. Give us wisdom to live out our days. Give us wisdom to govern our households. Give us wisdom to God to administrate finance. Give us wisdom, oh God. Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We give you all the praise. All the glory, all the honor. Let everything be done this morning be unto you, O King and our Redeemer. And everybody said amen and amen, amen. Won't you turn around, greet somebody, amen. Tell him it is so good to see you here. And if you smile, it makes everything a lot better, amen. Come on, when you smile, you make the room brighter. Tell them, amen. Tell somebody when you smile. Some of you are still looking at me. I'm not going to move up here until you tell someone. 
When you smile, you make the room better, brighter. Come on, come on. I'm still waiting for Shay. Amen. I'm not moving till Shay says to somebody, when you smile, you make the room brighter. Amen. Come on, I'm still waiting for Shay. Amen, 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 amen. I'm waiting for Himmel, amen, and Keegan, amen. Oh, you told Keegan, amen. Bless you, amen. Come on, Church of God. Let's smile, let's rejoice and praise our King because He's alive and He reigns.
started, he will do it. What he started, he will finish. Come on! Yes! Hallelujah! You see, I want you to remember right now, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he's with you in the fire. Amen? Come on, let's do that one, Joe. Amen. He's in the room. Amen. He's in the room. Come on, let's praise his name right now. right now. Everybody is there. 
you, God, the praise offering. Yeah. Come on, won't you just give God our God? Shout with the voice of Christ. Hallelujah. 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 They'll tell you, oh, 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 oh. he's in the room. In the midst of everything that you are facing, they'll tell you, oh, 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 he's in the room. In that place where you need to make an important decision. Overwhelmed and perplexed by challenges all around you, then oh, is in the room. Father, won't you just show up? Won't you just show up in the lives of your people? Father, in those boardrooms, in the place where decisions around business is made, show up right now. Favor your sons. Favor your daughters. Father, I pray, oh God, in the midst of God, in their home. Oh God, when they, when they have to make important family decisions, Lord, show up in the name of Jesus. Father, in the midst of that classroom, oh God, let it, oh God, be favored. In the midst of their job, favor them in the name of Jesus. Lord, decision you are faced right now. Come on, I want you to say, Lord, he's in the room. He's showing up. When they're discussing your promotion, he's in the room. When they're discussing your employment, he's in the room. When they're discussing your business contract, he's in the room. When, when they're discussing things that are going to bring favor over your life, he's in the room. I do not know what you trust in God for right now, but if you would just take ne the next minute and just offer a praise unto God, your prayer, your praise, praise God for answer praise, praise God for divine solution, praise God for showing up, praise God for supernatural favor, praise God. Oh, 
your presence will not go with me. Do not lead me from this place. Let me live, O oh God. David said, O oh God, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That I may sit at your table. Sit at your table. Feast at your table. So I want to encourage you today. Your heavenly Father has set a table before you. Feast. Enjoy. So even as we get around your word, may your word, entrance of your word, bring light and life. And we say, speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. For we, your servants here. And everybody said, amen. And amen. Let's give God a praise offering before you take your seat. Come on, you can give God a praise. Amen. We're giving our Heavenly Father a praise. Hallelujah. 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 May be seated. Amen. 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 Bless the Lord. Our, our Sunday school may leave. Amen. 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 Thanks to the worship team. Amen. Amen. So if you can stay close by. Amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. I will bless the Lord at and his praise shall continuously be on my in my lips, on my lips, on, in my mouth. Amen. 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 Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, we're excited. Amen. I do not know about you, but I'm excited about being in the presence of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say, Lord, give me wisdom. Amen. I'm going to use the next few weeks to speak to you about a principle that I believe is going to be key to your personal success. I do not know whether you've introduced it into your morning prayers. Lord, give me sight. Amen. Now we're going into another declaration. Lord, give me wisdom. I do not know about you. Ever since we've been praying for sight, there's some things that I see that I hoped I didn't have to see. Amen. I don't know whether you had the same problem as me. But all of a sudden, things start showing up that I wonder, ooh, where was this? Amen. There was things that were kept that is now being revealed. Amen. But I'm here to say God gives us sight. Amen. Even the things I do not want to see, I will see. Amen. Amen. Lord, give me sight. Amen. Amen. Don't, don't be afraid. Amen. I, I'm not afraid to see some things. Amen. Because now I'm asking the second step. I'll say, Lord, give me wisdom to deal with these things that I'm seeing. Amen. Amen. Now, this wisdom is not the wisdom from the earth. This is godly wisdom. Amen. And so I pray today that even as we go into our study of the word of the Lord, that the Lord will begin to just give you sight. God will give you perspective. Our, our portion of scripture that we're using is from Proverbs chapter 4, that wisdom is the principal thing. But I want to refer to a, a few other portions of scripture that is going to give us a little bit more in-depth understanding of what is this wisdom of God. 
Amen. Because I want you to understand this is such an important dimension because many of us live between two realms. We live between two atmospheres. We live between two dimensions. And sometimes navigating between the natural and the spiritual is a challenge for many of us. And, and we, we fail to understand scriptures like we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So whilst we are here, you, are, you can be seated in heavenly places. It's not your body. It's your spirit that is seated in heavenly places. And, is, and if, you allow, if you allow the spirit of the Lord to, to dictate to your flesh how to respond, you will begin to see a whole new dimension of living. Amen. You'll move beyond the realm of, of just the natural. Amen. I'm talking to you today because I know there is more to your Christian walk than you just having a natural human encounter with God. But there's a place where you have a divine encounter with God. Where the heavens open over your life and all of a sudden clarity comes. You don't walk in confusion. You don't walk in doubt. You don't walk in any other realm, but you walk in a realm where you're experiencing the power of God in such a phenomenal way. Amen. That means even in the, in the lowest moments of your life, even in the, in the darkest moments of your life, you can experience the wisdom of God. And that brings you peace. That's why he says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. How do I do that? How do I navigate a dark, despondent place and fear no evil? Your rod and your staff. Your word, your spirit, they lead you. Amen. So I want you to understand those that are called by the Lord are led by the spirit of the Lord. Amen. And so my question to you today at the outset, are you led by the spirit of the Lord? Amen. Amen. Before I, before I go a little bit further, we want to just celebrate somebody. I, I know I didn't get all the details, but I'm going to get some details, and we're going to celebrate some things. Amen? Amen? Amen. Kwanele? Amen? I think there's something to celebrate, right? Come, come, stand up. Stand up. Amen. Come, come, come to the front. Amen? Now, Kwanele uh, uh, received an award in the district, that, in the school district that she's at uh, for, 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 for teaching excellence. And then yesterday she was honored at a convention center. Now follow some things, right? Come, come. Amen, 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 amen. And so we're excited about it. We rejoice, amen. Come on, let's give God a praise for Kwanele, amen. Tell us a little bit about it. <laughs> Greetings in the name of Jesus. Mm, on Friday, no, on the 14th, on Valentine's Day, I went on a date. <laughs> the mayor, yeah, with the mayor of Mandeni, I was invited there because um, got 100%. So I was invited to the event. I got an excellent certificate and an award too. And then on Friday, my principal uh, <laughs> pointed me to go and stand for him in a metric award of excellence in Lusatu. And it was in convention center in Olive uh, in Durban. So <laughs> I was very honored to get that opportunity 
to be awarded for my hard work. Yeah, it was all God's grace, and I'm very blessed. Thank you so much. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. A hundred percent pass, amen. Amen. We just thank God for that, amen. We So we were... We just want to honor and celebrate our educators, amen, amen, for the investment even in the lives of our children. Now, one of the things we understand that there are certain things because that school existed before Quanella went there, amen, and the results was not the same, amen. That means this is something that I want to share with you that as children of God, wherever we go, we must influence the environment. That means we can turn the environment around by the grace that is in our lives. It's not just the grace that is in Quanele, but it's the, her praying parents. Amen? The sacrifices they've made. Her journey to getting to doing what she is doing right now was not easy. It took a lot of twists and a lot of turns. It took time. Amen? And it was not always clear. But there is some things that is evident that when you stay faithful to the Lord, and that's my encouragement to you, don't get distracted. Maintain your connect. Amen? Because that is the secret. There's a secret. There's a secret to certain things that happens in our lives. Amen? That when we are connected to grace, God begins to do some things that is in our lives. And it didn't take a long time to get there. Amen? How many of you know that time doesn't produce wisdom? That means age doesn't produce wisdom. Go with me. If, if, if you would, just for a moment, just look at, uh, you can read it later on, but in Job, Job has many counselors around him. And all of the counselors are beginning to speak different things into his life. And then Job, there's one of the counselors, thanks, Anne. There's one of the counsel, counselors, Elihu, that is sitting there. And he didn't say a thing when all of the others were speaking. And eventually, Elihu thought that because he was not old enough, he didn't have something to offer. There is a wisdom that doesn't come by age. There's a wisdom that takes a 12-year-old boy to sit in the council of all the leaders of the synagogue and confound them. He spoke of a word. He spoke of wisdom. He spoke of depths of things that these great students of the word had not heard. There's a wisdom that comes from God. Amen. So I pray today that we're going to get to that place where we begin to understand there's a wisdom that comes from God. Amen. And that wisdom is there to prosper you. Amen. Come on. Amen. May the Lord give me wisdom to prosper. Amen. Because this is something that is very important to us. So go with me, if you, if you were, to James. The book of James, chapter 3. Amen. I've got a few verses, but I'm.
verse 13. And it says, Who is a wise man? And endued with knowledge among you. Let him show out, out of a good conversation his works of meekness, of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not, lie not against the truth. Verse 15. This wisdom descended not from above. So he's making a distinction. He says, wise men, their knowledge is what can be seen in conversations. But in their display of knowledge, there's no spirit of, of meekness in it. He says, you cannot have this kind of wisdom and be envious. You cannot have this wisdom and have strife in your heart. Right? So then he comes in and he says, this, the wis this wisdom descended not from above. So we're understanding that there's a different kind of wisdom. There's a wisdom that comes from above. But he says, but this wisdom is earthly, sensual, and devilish. Amen. Four types of wisdom. There's a wisdom that comes from above. There's an earthly wisdom. Then there's a sensual wisdom or scientific wisdom. And then there is a wisdom that comes from Satan himself. It's devilish. It's as a result of a consulting of the occult. There's a wisdom. So he goes and he dif differentiates. But he says, For where envying and strife, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above, look at how he now he's going to describe it. It's first pure. It's peaceable. It's gentle. It is easy to be entreated. Full of mercy. Good fruits. Without partiality. Without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Look at it. He gives you a definition or he gives you the characteristics of this wisdom that is from above. It's pure. It's peaceable. It's gentle. Amen. When you're operating in the wisdom of God, you are humble that you have become a channel through which God will choose to display this infinite resource, this, when he opens up a treasure and he reveals a secret that begins to impact the world and impact a society and impact a generation, this is the wisdom that I'm talking to you about. It's a wisdom that is defining. It's a wisdom that, uh, that, that redefines the auspices of a generation, redefines all of mankind. I want you to talk about it. It's, it's this kind of wisdom 
that will that 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 will bless some of the earlier minds in mathematics and in sciences a kind of wisdom that will make them decode and write a theory a, 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 a Pythagoras theory. It will make them write a theory, uh, bless Aristotle with, with insight that he will begin to do this. All of these men, most of these scientific minds that made some of the greatest breakthroughs attribute their connect back to the house of God. Most of them studied the word and out of that relationship there are thoughts that came in their lives that influenced the world and the perspectives that we have even in the fields of science and mathematics but the origins of it came by accessing a wisdom that the world cannot give there's a wisdom that doesn't come from books there's a wisdom so I want to just for a moment just touch on these different kinds of wisdom he says there's a wisdom that comes from above, first one. It's a supernatural wisdom that comes by the Spirit of the Lord. This kind of wisdom that, uh, that's, uh, that, that Solomon will go to, uh, to sleep and in a dream, the Lord will ask him, what would you have me to give you? And in a dream, Solomon is at 12 years old. He's taken over the leadership of Israel. And as a 12-year-old boy, he's not asking what other 12-year-old boys will ask for. Because he understands there's a, there's a requirement that he has to fulfill that doesn't, is not in accordance to his age. But there's a mandate that he has to execute that is above his age group, above his space in life. And he comes in and he says, Lord, that you would give me wisdom. He doesn't ask for anything else. He says, Lord, that you would give me wisdom to lead these people. That's your people. See, you see, the problem with us is that he was given a blank check. by God and he's saying put your request if it were some of us say Lord a few million would help Is it? if it were some of us we would say maybe this car and this house and the ability to shop without looking at the price tag If it were us, some of us may pray, Lord, give me a good husband. Give me a good wife. Hard, hard to find nowadays, you know. True. It's a real prayer. But many of us would have asked for things concerning us. But what does he ask for? He said, Lord, give me wisdom. And in him asking for God to give him wisdom, what does it say? He says that I may lead your people. And what does God say? Twelve years old, he's asking for wisdom. And he says that the Lord gave him, the Lord said to him, just because you ask for wisdom, I'll give you wealth and riches. 
I'll give you everything you need to execute your mandate. Because what mattered to Solomon was his mandate, not his need. God always gives to a vision. He never gives to a need. Amen? As long as you keep your vision the first and the foremost, the purpose, the mandate over your life, if you understand that and you align to that, you'll start to understand it. So the Lord, so he asks of the Lord, he says, Lord, give me wisdom. Lord gives him wisdom. And the Bible says he wakes up in the morning and he's already operating in that dimension of wisdom. This kind of wisdom that comes from God is not something you grow into. It's not something you earn. It's something that is a gift from the Lord. And when you operate in, the, in this wisdom that is from above, it is immediate. It's instantaneous. It doesn't take time. Amen. There's a wisdom that God wants to begin to bless you. My prayer this morning is may the Lord bless you with this wisdom that is from above. May the Lord bless me with the wisdom that is from above. Amen. That I will see. That I will live. That I'll, I'll operate in a realm that is totally different from the realm that I live in. This is the kind of wisdom and dimension that when possessed by a believer is evident in their lives because they are able to do what Jesus said. They are able to do the greater works. Remember what Jesus says? Greater works than this shall you do in my name. Luke chapter 2 verse 52. Uh, Talia, won't you put it up? Jesus is, is speaking, the, 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 the statement is about Jesus. And in the statement, he, they, they're making a qualification about him. And they says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Amen. There's a wisdom that brings favor. There's a wisdom that brings stature. You don't have to. Go and profess who you are. You don't have to go and convince anybody as to who you are. When you operate in this kind of wisdom, there is a stature. What stature? Stature doesn't mean I stand taller. That stature means in, in the realm of operating in the world, there's a sphere of influence that is now being commanded because of the wisdom. When you operate in wisdom, there are people that will acknowledge when, you, when you're sitting at the table, they will know that there's something that you carry that you can speak. When you enter into a room, people will begin to take notice of you. And don't take it for granted because it's wisdom that is creating the door. That means the Bible says that, the, that, that there's a grace that will come upon our lives that will bring us before kings. Amen. I'm here to say to you that in, in and out of this house, some of you are going to begin to, to, to encounter leaders in different fields. And your sphere of influence in that field is going to make you a prominent voice to begin to speak in. Amen. You've got to get it in your heart. 
Some of you are going to sit before kings, literal kings of, of, of business, kings of economies, and God is going to bring you. It doesn't mean to be a royal king, even if I don't meet King Charles. Amen. But I know that there are certain people that, are, that, are, that, that carry a, a level of influence. And when God allows you to speak into their lives. What did they say about Elisha? There's a man of God. Who God reveals secrets to. Daniel will say he's a God that reveals secrets. And what does Babylon understand? Babylon understands that there are people, there's a dimension beyond it. That's why Pharaoh will keep magicians and astrologers close to him. Because he wanted to know beyond the realm of, the, uh, 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 of information and data, beyond the realm of education, there is a realm that he knew that he could not touch, but it will make him the greatest leader of his time. So he would even consult with a cult. To set himself above. Even Babylon understood. When, when, when David will begin to interpret the dreams. Sorry. When Daniel will interpret the dreams. The king of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar. Will call him. Imagine. Daniel was so anointed. That he served in his lifetime. Three kings. Joseph served Pharaoh, interpreted the dream. But the Bible says there came a, a Pharaoh that did not know Joseph. But then there came a Daniel. Three generations, three, three, three kings. And he's still the spiritual advisor. He's still interpreting dreams. He's still bringing a dimension of wisdom that they could not understand. They could not see. There's a realm that the world understands we cannot see. I believe the day is coming again and is now upon us where even the king and political leaders, leaders of governments and leaders of economy will come back to the church and says, there's a man of God whom God speaks to. And we'll be able to speak. This is the kind of wisdom I'm talking to you about. This is the wisdom that is above. This is a wisdom that produces greater works. Then the second one, he talks about earthly wisdom. This is the kind of wisdom... That's a product of us being alive on the earth. This is another word for it is human wisdom. Or sometimes we use the, the term common sense. Right? There's a wisdom that we come that is not through structured learning. There's a wisdom by, by, that we get by just being alive. We've learned how some nuances, how to navigate life by some common sense. Amen. Some of us were grown up like street children. Amen. That means, I, I, I didn't mean that we didn't have a home or we didn't have anything else. That means we were street wise. 
we, were, we, we, we knew how to carry ourselves. We understood that there are certain environments that when you walk in, you have to be a little bit more diligent. Amen? That means there's some, some of us that are not used to walking in Grace Street. You need common sense. You need to know how to walk. Amen? You don't put all your jewelry, flash your phone. You don't wear your tackies because between one end of Gracie's and the other end, you'll be barefoot. It requires some common sense. Isn't it? You need to learn how to read people. Amen? You're not just gullible. There's some common sense. Right? So there's a, some wisdom that we get. Some of our children, we can't take them. When we take them into town, they to say, hey, you walk like this. You walk like you're deliberate. You're going somewhere. Otherwise, yeah, it's not about shopping like you're in a mall. You're not in pavilion, nothing gateway. You can't, you can't window shop, nothing. You glance. While you're walking, you see something, you're walking shop. Otherwise, if you don't see it, you just carry on walking. It's, and you don't wear all your expensive clothes. There's some areas when you're driving in there, you don't cruise. Sometimes you may come back only with the steering wheel. <laughs> and you're still thinking you're driving. You may be moving like Trulu, you know, that you, but you, you, So you have to be careful. This is common sense, right? You, so some of us need to get some common sense. All right? And operate in that. So that's the earthly wisdom. So that comes through life and through life experiences and, and the types of learnings that you experience. So no, no learning is uh, unimportant. Some of you may go through some stuff that uh, it's, uh, it's important for you to understand this is necessary. So there's some life experiences that will help you to understand something. Right? So nothing is not a learning. So even the difficult things, when you got into school and they didn't like you, that's all right. You learn in life, no one like, not everyone's going to like you. That's a, that's a lesson. Not an easy one to learn, but it's a lesson. If you, if you go through a, a life and you understand there's some people that that, that, that are going to cheat you, some people that are going to reject you, some people are going to talk about you. How many of you learned in life how to say goodbye to some friends? Amen. Some of you will learn the gift of goodbye later. Amen. But the gift of goodbye is a very good gift. Some of you may pray, Lord, give me a gift of goodbye. Because some people you carry. But life experiences teach you that sometimes. There was an old proverb that says you can take someone to the water, but you can't make them drink. Isn't that true? How many of you are still trying to make someone drink? Some of you are still feeding like how when we were babies, squashing the food, making one mudda. You know, you can't feed. When they're older, you have to say, there's a food. Eat, don't eat there. It's not going to make you full or hungry if they don't eat. It may upset you, but won't change you. Is it? But common sense is uh, when you're hungry, you'll come and eat. 
is it? How many of us learn that there are some things that we have to help people to, that they have to get to the point, but they have to make that decision. So there is that common sense. Then there is the next top type of wisdom that is called sensual wisdom, scientific wisdom. This is a wisdom that is as a product of exper experimentation, of theories, of learning, of information. This is why we go to school. This is that kind of information. This is that wisdom that comes from learning and from studying and from, from books and from learning from different theories and different uh, ideas that people have developed over life, that it helps you. For many of us that in our careers, that means all, all of us should, right now, the way the world is working, none of us should operate without a college diploma or degree. That's a basic requirement. It's like a matric certificate. If you don't have it right now, you're not going to get in. And if you, if you don't have it, you may be doing the work for many years and someone comes with two years experience and will be your boss. Because they got the papers to do the work. You may not have the know-how, you may have the common sense. But because you do not have that degree, amen? But now the degree doesn't guarantee you a job because it's like a metric certificate. You're now competing. Is it? So I'm saying to you, study. Some of us are blessed that to get by just on our own skill. But it's getting harder and harder in the current generation. If you're just building your life, if you're just starting. Amen. There are some things that you can learn on how to manage people, how to own. Even if you're a business owner, study something. Amen. Learn something. We should always be in a posture of learning. Amen. The other day I was scared to go to back to classroom for a long time. Amen. Because I was wondering what they're going to listen to. But the reality is when you sit there, you realize, okay, I know something. Uh, I'm not so... I'm not so daft. Amen. Amen. I don't want to use the other word, but you know, I understand some things. Amen. But I'm saying to you, you're not too old to learn something. Right? You're not too old to begin to, 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 to achieve something. And for those that are younger, please study. Now, it's not only about the studies. I've learned in education that there's a place of study that if I go beyond it, everything around me can become theoretical and not practical. That means... If you go to university, and, 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 and I'm just using the legal field so, uh, so Terina can correct me if I'm wrong, but there comes a point that if, I, if I'm studying through university and I go past my, my degree and my honors and I go to my master's in law, at that time I, become, I do not become marketable to become a lawyer and then go do my internship and this thing because the problem is my degree has now become theoretical. If I get to the doctorate degree and I've got a doctorate degree in law, but I do not have any practical experience, it's hard. So they tell you there are the stages, but if I'm working and I have the practical experience and then I get the master's degree, it is good for me. 
Now, you, you understand what I'm saying to you? So not all information, this, you have to be structured in how you do it. Now, now for, for in the medical field, we want the doctor to have done six years. We don't want him to do one year. And then he comes and says, maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. When you're sitting on the table, you're like, hey. You know? And if your doctor comes and is confused, run. Whether you limp, roll, whatever, run. You know what I'm saying? Because, I, amen. You, you, you're learning something. But if our, if you come there in your field and you're not the best in your field, this is the kind of wisdom we're talking about. The scientific wisdom that sets you apart. So even in your studies, in, even in your field, may the Lord excel you. Amen. May the Lord bless you. For those that are even you older but you're getting back into your studies, may the Lord bless you with wisdom. It's not too late. You're setting yourself up for your future. Amen. Because it really counts when you're 45 and 50. doesn't count when you're 30. When you're 45 and 50, then they tell you, oh, we can't promote you. You're doing the work for 25 years, but we can't promote you because they don't have the papers. And then they bring one 30-year-old and they put their, and they make them in charge of you. And what, what do you do? You say, oh, hmm. What does Lighty going to come and teach me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? And, and you get bitter. Right? So, so, so we're not going to be bitter. We're going to be better. Amen? Amen? So, so this is the scientific wisdom. But then there's a, a demonic wisdom. What the scripture refers to as devilish wisdom. This is wisdom that is as a result of our, our fraternity with spirits. Man can possess a spirit that does not make right decisions. In the book of Acts, we see of a wom woman that is possessed by an evil spirit and by the spirit of divination is speaking truths, but she's under the influence of familiar spirits. It is possible that someone under the influence of an evil spirit can help you to make temporary progress, but not lasting progress. Remember when, the, when, when, when King Saul goes to consult the witch of Endor to conjure up the spirit of Samuel so that he can get advice. Unfortunately, we live in a world where people consult evil spirits in order for them to get ahead in the world. We know it. We live in a country where we understand how people have go and consult in order for them to get ahead in life. There are some people, some business people, some prominent people, leaders even in the country that will go and consult with an evil spirit in order to get ahead, to get protection, to get fame. There are also, even I said to you, even in the church, there are some spiritual leaders, pastors, and people that call themselves different titles in the church, but they consult evil spirits 
in order to make their church attractive so that people will come or they're able to speak to people, all of those different things. And you have to be very, very careful when somebody is under the influence of a familiar spirit. Very hard to recognize immediately, but it is very, very prominent because you got to look at the genealogy of the person that is speaking in your life. I'm sharing this with you as a church. Please become aware that even in the church, some years ago, we were in a particular area and we were doing some meetings and there was a person that called himself a prophet in that area. And as I preached, the person was sitting on the chair and they're sliding, sliding, sliding. By the end of the, uh, end of the preaching, the person was on the floor. That's a familiar spirit. Demonic spirit. That person manifested in that place. There are several places that we went that I've seen these things happen. There are some people, just be careful that someone calls themselves a prophet. You have to know where they come from. Who's their father? Not to tell. You must be able to track it. We've got a lot of imported prophets that are coming from other parts of Africa into South Africa. But they, but they come in they come in understanding this is a gift. And Indian people and African people uh, begin to follow prophets. We like someone that tell us stuff. Because we don't like hearing for ourselves. Come on. Hey, the Lord has gifted me with the gift of prophecy. But I understand the manipulation. If someone says, I'll give you a prophetic word for money. Or you can give a gift. Or come this time of the night. Then I can uh, run. If the person says, don't come with your husband or don't come with your wife, come alone. <laughs> run. <laughs> if the person says there's a particular things, even if they tell you your ID number, they tell you your first name that your mother called you, Hey, even Satan knows your name. Why he tries to attack you? He knows you. Don't be impressed because someone knows your ID number. You don't even know it sometimes. Don't, don't worry about it. It doesn't change who you are. Come on, come on, people. I, I want you to understand there's a, there's a spirit of the occult where people con consult water spirits. There is, there's a price that some of these people have prayed are paying for consulting them. I'm saying to you, you, you this, that it's important. Safeguard yourself. That person, the word must be rooted. There must be, and whenever you get a, prof, a prophetic word, wait for a confirmation, a word of confirmation. And understand one thing, in the realm of the prophetic, the Bible says, let the prophet speak and others judge. Amen. And for some of you that consult palm readers and horoscopes, this is that devilish wisdom that I'm talking about. Be careful. After a while, when you, because you open a gateway 
for the enemy to come into your life. There's some families that are wrestling with spirits of the occult that have come into their lives. Now, when I talk about occult, you think witches and warlocks and whatever. No, no, no. That auntie down the road that can tell things. You know that auntie that you call when they lie in the house and they take the Bible and they put a chain and they make it turn? That's a devilish wisdom. Come on. So be careful. That person that wants to come in your house and prophesy when they don't go to church themselves. And in their own church, the gift is not evident. That's devilish wisdom. You must say, hey, hey, hey come, let's read James. James chapter 3. There's a wisdom that comes from above. And now this is the wisdom you are receiving. You know? There's a wisdom that when you, you know, so you don't turn salt. You go to a wedding and come back and they say, hey, you're beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You go, go home. <laughs> hey, be careful. Be careful. This is the devilish wisdom. Because we be believing in these things. Amen. So become careful. There are some very deep and dark things that happens in households and in families. That we sometimes are in the church, but we still have a leaning to these different things. May the Lord deliver us from it. Because remember, whatever you expose yourself to has a gateway and access point your life. And when it has an access point, you cannot change it. Amen? So be loyal. Understand this. Amen? That God can speak to you. Amen? And understand that this kind of wisdom is based on prayer. This kind of wisdom is based on you understanding what God is saying. So what is wisdom? If we can give a definition a working definition for wisdom. It's an accurate ap application of knowledge. How many of you have often heard us? it said that in the world, it's said in the world that knowledge is power? How many of you know that? Uh, you heard it say? Knowledge is power. That's why you go and study. Knowledge is power. No, no, no. How many of you know that is not power? How many of you got knowledge but no power? Amen. Knowledge is potential power. It's not power. It is knowledge that is understood and applied with intelligence that becomes power. Right? So this is important. Wisdom is the ability, as we define it, wisdom is the ability to use written and the inspired word of God to make accurate decisions that provide solutions to life's problems. Amen? Wisdom is the supernatural ability to use scripture and the written word and the rhema word, the inspired word of God from the Holy Spirit to make accurate decisions that provide solutions to life's problems. The fruit of wisdom are seen in the quality decisions that we make. It is impossible for us to claim that we have wisdom from above, yet our lives continue to be 
a representation of inferior decisions. You cannot say I'm operating in the wisdom of God and yet my life is not evident of it. How I live, the decisions, the choices that I make is not reflective of it. So we got to get to the place where we understand that there's a wisdom that comes from above. Amen? That means understand that we cannot decide the consequences. But consequences are as a, as a result of poor decisions that we make. The wisdom is to know how to make quality choices and decisions. Amen? How many of you know that you cannot choose cons consequences? Consequences are as a result of poor decisions. But you can choose wisdom. Right? The Bible says wisdom is a treasure, a profound gift needed by all. Amen? For destiny activation in our lives. If you are pursuing favor and possess things that are not according to God, you will lose. Wisdom is a preserver. Amen? Wisdom, that means I said this a few weeks ago, favor is a byproduct of wisdom. So we end up over here today. Four kinds of wisdom. A wisdom that comes from above. There's the wisdom that is, comes from the earth, common sense. There's a scientific or sensual wisdom that comes from books and learning and education. And then there's a devilish wisdom. But today, God's desire for you is to have this wisdom that comes from above. What is this wisdom from above? It's pure. Amen? It's good. It's peaceable. It's gentle. It's easily entreated. It's full of mercy. Good fruits. Without partiality. Without hypocrisy. Amen? This is what is the wisdom from above. So won't you, just, won't you stand with me for a moment? Amen? I'm going to ask the worship team to join us. And we're going to take a moment right now. Amen. Right there where you are. Say, Lord, bless me with this wisdom that is from above. Come on, everyone praying, everyone praying. Because we're taking this word and we're applying it. The Bible says in, in the book of James, if a man lacks anything, let him ask of the Lord. So you may have been operating in sensual wisdom. You depended on your education. You depended on your common sense. You depended on your own human ability. But I'm saying to you, there's a realm that is above the earth. There's a realm. There's a realm of wisdom that comes from above. There's a kind of wisdom that which the Heavenly Father operated in that he, he was able to create the worlds and he was able to form and 
place everything into perspective. He was, he, he was so in, 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 there was such ingenuity in him that when God created creation, he did not have to come back and create anything. That it, he created in creation the capacity to recreate. That he created in us a capacity to move forward. So we're saying, God, give us this kind of wisdom. That this kind of wisdom, oh God, that supersedes humankind, that supersedes the limitations of man. Father, we thank you right now. We thank you. We thank you. We ask for wisdom. We thank you for this wisdom that is from above. Come on, do warfare right now. Our children that are sitting there, just ask God for this wisdom. This wisdom that produces creative ideas. This wisdom that gives witty inventions. This wisdom that begins to allow us to do things that is not yet done. Be able to know things that are not yet revealed. That Lord, we thank you for this wisdom in the name of Jesus. Oh God, this wisdom that will make us better mothers and better fathers. That will make us better husbands and better wives. That will make us better children, oh God. This wisdom that will set us apart in our careers. Better lawyers and better doctors and better medical practitioners, oh God. Better accountants and better, oh God, engineers in the name of Jesus. This wisdom that makes us better students and better educators. This wisdom that begins to help us. This creativity, oh God, in the area of business. Oh God, this wisdom that comes from you. This wisdom that comes from you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Get aggressive. Get aggressive. Get specific. Get specific right now. Lord, give us wisdom. Father, I pray that we will not be weak in our faith. God, give us this wisdom that is from above. And Father, forgive us if we stepped out of your plan for our lives. If we stepped out of the will of God for our lives. If we've consulted even with the occult, with soothsayers and magicians, consulted with familiar spirits, Father, deliver us this morning. If we just based our life on what I know, my experience, my age, this natural wisdom, Lord, deliver us from it. When there is a resource that is abundant. Now, Lord, I pray, bless your people with this wisdom that is from above. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. And Amen. 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 We're going to take up our tithes and our offerings this morning. But